I'm Tom Mocha, and this is your three-minute daily devotion, sponsored by Samson House. Our scripture today is Mark chapter 3, verses 22 through 30. And the teachers of the law, who came down from Jerusalem, said, He is possessed by Beelzebul. By the prince of demons he is driving out demons. So Jesus called them over to him and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter, but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they were saying, He has an impure spirit. Let's ponder that. When he heard the teachers of the law say, He is possessed by Beelzebul, by the prince of demons he is driving out demons. Jesus must have been rolling his eyes like Andy Griffith with Barney Fife. Exasperated, he launches into a powerful one-two counter-argument explaining the obvious, as if he needed to. And, as the authorities were shrinking with embarrassment and eating humble pie, Jesus drives home the point with a poignant twist. People can be forgiven for all their sins, but demons will never be forgiven because they have blasphemed the Holy Spirit in eternity. What? Well, when we read verse 29 in context, that's what he seems to be saying. It even says so in verse 30. But I think he is using the topic of demons as a device to caution the teachers of the law, and the rest of us for that matter. The Holy Spirit will appeal to us throughout our lives to repent and be saved. But if we rebuff the wooing of the Spirit to our last breath and beyond, that then that final blasphemy will leave us guilty of an eternal sin. Like Satan and his demons, who once inhabited heaven, rejecting God to our dying day is a choice afforded us by a loving and gracious God. Far better that we receive his gift of salvation while we still have breath. How can we pray about that? If you know of someone who has yet to surrender to Jesus as Savior, now would be a good time to pray for the softening of their heart to the beckoning of the Holy Spirit. Pray that they hear the good news of God's love through Jesus Christ, and if there is no one to speak it, well, speak up. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.